Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. G'day, everyone. Hello. You've downloaded Hi. our podcast today, and today's podcast mm. has everything. Absolutely everything. We've got Danny Minogue. We spoke to a uh, relationship expert. Mm-hmm. We That's checked Abby's hole. We did. We did. Apparently, I said something quite bad when you said that. Did I you? said, I'm at an age where anything can go in. <laughs> said, I don't remember No, you that. said, I'm at an age where I don't care who puts it in. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. Yes, I talked about my know. belly button piercing. Belly button piercing. What I meant was I'm not, you know, when you used to be You're not more... self-conscious about it. No, you don't not care anymore. anymore. Yeah, when yeah. You've, I you've given think... up. <laughs> I just think when you're having a C-section and you're in the room and mm. all your bits are on a, a steel table mm. and yeah. it's fluoro lights mm. and there's 20 people in there, mm. you just all of a sudden go, eh, I don't really care about the modesty thing. When you get a C-section, do they cut the same scar? If you have multiple ones, do they cut they the same scar every time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah, mm. I guess. You still get scarring though because it's yeah. still like you've got to heal inside as mm. well. So it yeah. cha- like you can see for each one it changes that the scar no, looks inside, different. No, inside, inside apparently it gets rougher. But no, oh, okay. Well, no, saying that it depends up to the surgeon. Mm. The last surgeon was better than the first two. Oh. So oh. the yeah, the, so the incision and you go to their website and the reviews are like, oh, they did such a good job. Mm. I personally don't care, but I think some people are really um, self conscious about the mm. C section scar. Scar, yeah. I guess really like in a strange way. Uh. A surgeon is a bit like a carpenter. You know, like some carpenters mm. can be real, mm-hmm. like attention to detail in their joints. Some are like, nah, they touch whatever. Mm. Yeah. It's just, it must be a similar mindset. Well, when you think about it, you got um, surgery on your ankle, right? Yeah. And the guy that did that was a specialty in really like the bones. Mm. What, yeah. What's his? Osteo. Osteo. Something. Mm. Something. Surgeon. Pass. No. no, that's different. It's osteo. It's something osteo. Mm. Mm. So that's what he specializes in, right? You know, getting all the bones. Orthopedic, sorry? Orthopedic surgeon. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. But he wouldn't have really cared about the stitches, and sometimes yeah. they can leave it up to someone else. Mm. But a plastic ah, surgeon. That's why when I had that thing on my face and you got me to go to I a plastic, plastic surgeon, surgeon, surgeon instead of because a GP. them, they just, mm. they're all about getting the perfect. Mm. Can't, I don't even Stitch. have a, a line, really. I did joke last time, and I was like, I'm not really joking. I said to, um, when I was getting the C-section, I said, so can you leave, and like a plastic surgeon comes in and just takes away a few of the skin and just mm. tighten it up? Yeah, well, like, well, you're already no. under. Well, I'm there. Mm. Yeah. No, apparently. But celebrities do. Mm. Over in the States, they always do. It's funny you say that, because... Um, my orthopedic surgeon wouldn't give me a boob job at the same time as my yeah. ankle, so yeah, that's a bit true. You like didn't? just put a little bit of the mm. bone up there. Well, really? if you had extra bone, <laughs> I was getting them taken away. Put it where you <laughs> want. Ah, ah, of course. Hmm. Oh yeah, chop yeah. a bone anyway. Can you get multiple surgeries at the same time? Though? No, no. Like, can you go in for like say, hey, I want a facelift, I want my boobs done, and no, unless it was important, like if if you went in for you had an accident and you had to have like surgery there, surgery there, they would. But you being under is the most dangerous part of any surgery. Only overseas. So if you go do go overseas, America. no, not America. Uh, America's got stands. Yeah. So if you yeah. go over to different um, uh, countries, and I think uh, Katie Price, mm-hmm. who is the model. Oh, see, yeah, she got a lot and she got them in Turkey mm. is where she got all her surgeries done. So a lot of them will do it oh, at the okay. same time. But Interesting. Turkey. Mm. Turkey yeah, breasts. it is if you go under. Yeah, person. being under is the most dangerous part of any operation. I sent a photo breasts. of my belly button to my husband. And Did he like he, it? Well, he just said, I hope you still love me like I love you. Oh, he's uh, going to. Uh, yeah. 
I don't get it. Oh, she's pierced her belly button. She's a bit of a midlife crisis. She's going back to her oh, old days. Oh, so I wrote back saying my boyfriend asked me to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he thinks she just got it done today. Yeah. Because uh, that's he'd be like, oh, hang on, why is she going back to the old days when she was pierced? And... Oh, God, you'll get home and he's got a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> or a new or, girlfriend. Or a new girlfriend <laughs> with no piercings. Uh, is he, mm. he doesn't have a tattoo. He's a clean skin, isn't he? No, yeah, he doesn't have anything, which is mm. funny because his uh, friends are tattooed from two... To forehead, mm. a lot of them. They own tattoo parlors and stuff. Oh, yeah. Then they bought, which I, oh, I could never get my head around it. Next door, they bought a um, laser removalist mm. place. So, tattoo removalist? Yeah. And I was like, what? Well, you like tattoos? And they're like, nah. So, you go in there, get one removed, and then you can get yeah, it done again. One yeah. Done. Yeah, right. I had a guy who I knew who had a whole sleeve, and he cleared the whole sleeve off with laser wow. to get a new sleeve. Mm. Wow. And he's like, man, that was so painful. Because anyway, I'm going to get me new tats now. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, back in the old days, they just have to. But like, you could do covers, and some people do really, really good covers, and you can't tell that there was an old tattoo there. But a lot of time, if you ever see anyone with just black, they've just like black sharp. Yeah. Like Renault, yeah. Renault, who was the one um, that got I Love Wino? Wino Forever. Uh, yeah. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Ryder. Wino Forever. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That turned out to be true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll it. Here's today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. For all your industrial supplies, go to Alma. Just on the M1 at the Yatla South Exit. Ah, oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Well, he's handy with a rake and he's back from his break. It's time to catch up with Scotty Too Hotty for Tradie Chat Tuesday. Yes. Hey, morning. How are we, fellas and girls and boys and girls and girls and boys? We are good, Scotty. How are you? So are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Do you have a rake? Yeah, I got a rake. Yeah, of course, got a rake. Two rakes, steel rake and a, and a plastic, plastic rake. rake. Got to be yeah. careful with them. Don't want to stand them on them. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what is you it you would like him to do with them? You never go in the backyard, honey. I'm, I'm, I want to get the yard done now. Right. Get the yard done now. We're talking about who's doing who's, like what domain at home, and his is the backyard. So. Yeah, that's why I say everyone gives me crap about my lawn, but I, I always say that the, the lawn is a man's floor. So if a man is mowing, <laughs> technically he's actually cleaning the floor of the outside of the house. You're vacuuming mm. the garden. He's doing housework. Mm. Perfect. Um, now, buddy, I, I'm assuming you're not on here today so that your wife can tell you about all the things you haven't done around the house. <laughs> You've got something else you'd like to discuss with us. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a one for hand-me-downs at the moment. The, one, the things that kids don't want, the things that wife, you know, doesn't want, mm. I get hand-me-downs. I'm oh. the king of hand-me-downs around the house. You this your is wife's because you brought it up, Stav. Remember yeah. when you go, oh, Abby, you've got a new phone. I didn't think you yeah. needed a new phone. Mm. Nah, the Which battery's I'm... going flat, and um, now I'm finding reasons why I need to charge every 20 <laughs> minutes. I think you charge it too much, honey. So anyway, I've got Abby's old phone. You, another pink one, just like my pink <laughs> hand-me-down but he, uh, what do you call it again? Lunchbox. Got commented oh. on the other day, actually. Uh, yeah, that's... The sparky bloke commented on it. That's very retro, mate. What's going on there? <laughs> He's got I'm a like, pink... Yeah, mate, it's a hand-me-down. You know when you buy things online from, like, Woolworths yeah. and you just buy, like, the lunchbox, right? And then when it came, it was pink, and the kids didn't want a pink one. Mm. Three boys. Yeah. I was like, you can have a pink so... one. And they're like, no, nah, we probably don't want to. And I said, oh, Scotty, here you go. Here's a new lunchbox. And yeah. he goes, oh, thanks. I'll wear it proud. No yeah. way, I'll wear it proud. No one's going to steal it from the, uh, yeah, that's from true. the work site, yeah, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you I... Know, like, Oi, get back here with your pink lunchbox, mate! <laughs> <laughs> I'll call the police on my pink phone! <laughs> Do you yeah, understand, understand what he's saying, though? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bought his shoes from Big W. Why the kids yeah. got new Nikes? Like I appreciate it. He's taking one for the team. And yeah, just like old school times, you know. The oldies used to used to play tennis, and what they used to play. Dunlop volleys. Yeah. All the other kids running around in Nikes. And yeah. Oh, yeah. No wonder I can't play that good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's My shoot. feet were all flat and hurting. <laughs> okay. It's true. $20 for a pair of shoes and they're running around $150. And that's back in the day, people. That's inflation. Think of how much that be worth now. Ah. Yeah, but you're just a simple man. So you have, like, the simple I'm pleasures. Not. And you got excited with your new I'm phone. Not. I got a new screen for you and everything. And I tried to man it up for you with a black cover. That looks awesome. Rich. Don't tell everyone that. It's supposed to be pink, remember? <laughs> well, it is actually pink, Fane. If you take off the cover, it's bright pink, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm not taking that cover off. It's all good. <laughs> you sound like my mum when she would give me my cousin's clothes that didn't fit me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but look, you look so handsome in it. It just suits yeah. you. Scotty saves the money in You're the family so that we can spend it on other things. And Yourselves. that's what I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> Yourselves. Scotty not saves him. the money not so him. I can have the nice yeah. shit. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. That's right. That's you know, that's probably what she'd be talking about, really. It is. And he said, Oh, that's yeah. a nice phone. And I was like, baby, it's too big for you anyway. Like you wouldn't let the to put on your phone and as like a tradie, you're yeah. gonna break it. Hey Scotty, have you made your own coffin out of pine yet? Because you'll have to knock that together before you <laughs> die, mate. <laughs> Good point, Matty. That'll be the next thing on the list. He will probably put that down. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't yeah. do hand me down coffins. Pretty sure I know. <laughs> you don't know. He's really yeah. likes recycling. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. You've got enough time. He's so friendly. He could <laughs> bunk with someone up. else. <laughs> Let's put it this yeah. way, Scotty. You know what? Rather than think you're getting the hand-me-downs, why don't you just say that you're the parent making the ultimate sacrifice? Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, which maybe gets some more brownie points for... Um, you know, something down the track, maybe we board today for boys. Here we go. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just like a tick in the book. When borders open, hmm. you yeah. can go to Vegas, okay? Oh, really? Yeah. You hear that, boys? You. Well, we still need to get our wives to agree to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Abby said, we'll just tell them. Abby said we could go to Vegas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good on you, buddy. Yeah. You rep that right, pink guys. lunchbox and that pink phone and those third-hand <laughs> clothes, mate. We we don't want you looking too sharp. That's right. I'll have, have to be fighting the girls off with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> or the men on the work site by the sound of it. Oh, at the yeah, moment. the men. Yeah. Well, I've got to do that at the moment, you know, because I'm wearing pink. Yeah. <laughs> Good on yeah. you, mate. There it is. Right. Trading Chat Tuesday for all your industrial supplies. Go to Almar just on the M1 at Yatla South Exit at Stab Abbey and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Now, Abby is right now on the floor, belly exposed. Yeah, speaking of the 90s, I had to be on my back because you're going to try and re re Re-enter the repeat. Well, hopefully the hole is still there, so there won't be any re Well, I got it done when I was about 12, I think. You'll have mm. to ask my mum because she was mortified. But I want to lay on the floor because it makes your belly flatter. Okay. Um, so we're talking about your belly button piercing. Mm. If we're filming this, can I get a... Can I get like a tummy tuck on? <laughs> You're fine. After tax, should we should we heat up a needle? Yeah. Well, this is because I when it comes to piercings, mm. I okay. had the, my top of my ear pierced in high school. Of course mm. you did. I got one of those done. Mm. Just do it. But it got really infected and it closed over pretty quick. Have you ever been pierced? No, no piercings. I'm a I'm a I've only got my original holes. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. And that's your is that your only piercing? 
have. Well, ears. Down the floor. Um, I do have in one ear. I've got two holes. Yeah. But I never really wear it. So I've got the earrings and then extra hole and then belly button. Okay. So I went to La Visa yesterday mm. and got a little pack from Mount Omni mm. there mm-hmm. to see if we could uh, see if your belly button piercing is still open. If it is. Can I just say, after three kids, mm. it's a lot higher than one. <laughs> <laughs> well, my stomach is just stretched. And, yeah, so, so it's a lot higher. Right, okay. All right. If this works, though, are you gonna? is this going to be you? Are you going to keep it in? Yeah, I'm going to Britney Spears midriff it the whole time. Okay. I'm going to come in tomorrow. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. Right. I'm going to come around and try and see if I can re-pierce you. Okay. Are you the best person for this job? He's not the worst person. I don't need my hands. Oh, I guess it's just... Where is it? It's up there on Abby's phone. Okay. Ready to go. It's just your normal ball doobie whackery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous about this. Yeah, I'm nervous about you doing it. I, I don't know if this is too much of an intimate thing, really. Okay, so Maddie's. You do, you're going to have to do it quick, I think, at the count of three, to be honest. Well, hopefully the hole would still be there and it would just slip right in. No, but it's like when you don't wear earrings for a while. Mm. There's still that little bit of a pushback. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, so yeah. there would be some skin that's overgrown, I reckon. Mm. Mm. Okay, you ready? I think this is a radio first. No, I'm not ready, actually. She's not ready. She's saying she's not ready. One, two, three. three. And we're having some resistance, but it looks like it's going in. I can see the end of it. It's Are coming you through. The there you it? go. It's Is still going. Well, yeah. But just keep going. I don't want you to bleed. Oh, it's going oh, through. It's Go going on. through. Is so, it smelling? Is <laughs> it smelling? Ah, okay, yeah. Hmm. All right. We should have done ice. Um, That's what they used to do. Yes, right? we should have got no. some ice there. There's a teeny tiny little hole, but it's not big enough for me to get it through. Get it in. Mm. Just try. Oh, God. You sure? Yeah. Okay, this is a... Oh, then... No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh. I, got, I got halfway in. It got about a third of the way in, and now Abby's going to finish off the job herself. Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. No. Well, I see, it's okay if you hurt you, but if I hurt you, people... Won't be happy Is with that. Is anyone getting belly button piercings anymore? Oh, like yeah. Kids? Yeah, and after this, they'll skyrocket. No, I don't think they are. I think you know? they're done. Yeah. Nah, they're still around. I mean, he bought them, so they must be still around. Yeah, it's maybe just... just 40-year-olds are rocking them again. Well, if you if you had a hole closed over and you want to give this a go at home, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you... When... 131060, if you've had a belly button piercing... I reckon, I don't reckon anyone over the age of... Matthew Acton. Did you get it? Yeah, I did. Hey, <laughs> Maddie, come here, we'll do your ear. <laughs> I'm fucking home tonight and I just... Oh, my God. Wow. I don't, I don't know if we should put this up online, if I'm being yeah, honest. I'm gonna... No, let's not. This is, this is too... All right, just... I've put your ball on top there so that it's... There you go. Oh, look at you. I oh, actually get think on the podium and start dancing. I don't want to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have got you the sparklier one. I thought we'd go with these. Oh, that's so good. There you go. So I'll good. wear a midriff tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, you should have, and platform shoes, mm-hmm. mini skirt, the whole lot. I'll Where pretend I just go. bought them all new. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We have just re-pierced Abby's belly button or her navel. I think your navel piercing. Can I, can I just say... My belly button is not where it used to be when I got this piercing. Like, I got it done when I was 12, which I, I found out now is not legal. No, um, you shouldn't do that, guys. Hindley Street, if you're from Adelaide, you'll understand. Uh, but, yeah, no, my belly button before kids was a lot different. To now. <laughs> yeah, so now it's in a different piercing, but like, different place, but 
I'm pissed. Is it lower or higher? No, it's like <laughs> it's totally out now. Like it used to be to in the... my belly button. Now oh. my belly button's sort of moved. Two How do you feel? Do you feel different? Cool. I feel like I might go out and work tonight. Hey. <laughs> hey. Now we threw it out there. Um, we asked if anyone is still getting their belly button pierced, but a lot of people are still rocking theirs from years ago. Yes, mm. in Mead, when did you get yours? Um, I got mine done when I was 16. It was one of the first piercings I got. Now, when you were 16, did you used to rock it with a midriff too? Uh, yeah, I did. But I was also on the chunkier side, like chubbier side, so mm. I didn't as much. But I did feel like a boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you still have it now? Uh, yeah, I can still put it through, but it, as yours, Abby, it does. It doesn't sit in the same place as yours. <laughs> I just said to our producers who are both pregnant. Yeah. I was like, and our boss, I was like, don't watch the video because you won't want to know where your belly buttons move to after birth. <laughs> Chrissy, uh, you've yeah. got yours still. Yes, I got mine done when I was twelve. Mm-hmm. I've had three kids. I am forty this year, mm-hmm. and I still have it in. Right. Still rocking it. Have you? Do you change it often? Yeah, you buy new ones. Uh, no, 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 no problem. No. I clean it. Hmm? Clean it, obviously. I reckon it'd have ones with like GPS in them now and stuff. Did you yeah. take it out when you were pregnant, or you still kept it in? Only in the last couple of weeks. Mm. Yeah, right. Uh. Do, does it make you feel sexy? A belly button piercing? Um, I, I'm on the bigger side, mm. but I've been with my husband for 25 years, and um. I guess that's not an issue anymore. <laughs> oh, I really, I really. No, that's, look, I like it. You like Chrissy, it. That is an issue. He still and finds I you sexy. Two, two girls that um, both got theirs done, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, they've had it done multiple times, and their body has rejected it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm going to do? Um, I'm going to wear a midriff and go home and see what my sons say. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a grenade. My little pull ones, it. when they were little, used to play with it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Well. There you go. Your piercing's Ooh. back. Your old attitude's back. Oh, look at her bopping away to this, <laughs> eh? <laughs> All right. Two for one vodka Red Bulls at the bar, everybody. <laughs> Abby's up on the podium. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, this is really cool. Uh, if you jump onto Listener um, on the app there, you can get the 90s with Danny Minogue. She's in the studio. You have your own radio station. That's pretty special, uh, hey? I can't even believe I'm hearing you say that. It's <laughs> still like this dream that I think is just, you know, my fantasy world of living, uh, listening to 90s all the time. So, yeah, I'm. it's unreal. I was looking back through um, some of your old video clips and some of the video clips of that era. Geez, it was a time, wasn't it? Like you could you could see one without ever hearing the song and go, yeah, I know exactly in time where that was. Oh God, yeah, I've been looking at a lot of them just because like anniversaries uh, are coming up, and uh, I just had the thirtieth anniversary of my first album that was released in nineteen ninety. It's just can't be that long, really. <laughs> and then I look back at the video and I'm like, oh, that's Baby Danny. <laughs> yeah, well, you're you're about to celebrate your fiftieth birthday this yep. year. Coming up in October. Are you doing a huge celebration? Um, I'm not really good at big parties and having lots of lots of people in one space. Mm. Um, and that's probably pretty good with COVID. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I, was, I was thinking a, a couple of just different things scattered throughout the year because it's just hard, especially living in Melbourne, mm. 
to go anywhere to do anything. We're just, you know, constantly in yeah. lockdown. So, and if I you don't planned know. it now, you'd be worried about it being cancelled for the rest of the time. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. So, it could just be a fancy Zoom party. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and of course, because Mars Singer's coming back, which is yep. an absolutely brilliant show. Um, news is out, though, uh, Lindsay Lowen can't make it back because of COVID. Yeah. Ursula Carlson, yeah, she's coming in again. So she did season two. We're all pretty pumped for season three because, yeah, season two was challenging Mm. during, you know, Melbourne lockdown and it it was really hard. I think for the producers it was good because nobody could go out anywhere. So you didn't know who was in town. You couldn't sort of guess from, oh, I've seen these people out and about. No one was out and about. But um, it's always such a fun show. I love the music. I love the costumes. It's so annoying when you get a wrong guess. And then watching it back, like Mm. months later when it comes on the TV and you're like, oh, such a douche. Why did I say that? Why did I guess that name? Like, you know that's not right. It's an um, interesting show for that way as well because, like, I think with the ones like I'm a Celebrity and whatnot, they start off real big celebs that they get because everyone knows the concept and they sort of run out. But because no one really knew what the must uh, singer was, I reckon you're going to get bigger and bigger guests as it keeps on going, you know? I, I hope so. I hope people um, see it as a fun space to come and uh, genuinely like on the show you only see a little bit of that interview at the end when they take the mask off but we chat to them for a while and they are so overwhelmed at that moment just to be free of the costume to have completed what they've done and then they'll be able to go home and you know tell their family you know what they've been up to so it's quite transformative and, mm. you know, yeah, we want it to be just a, a fun space to come to. Well, half of bloody Hollywood lives here now. You'll probably get, like, the Hemsworths or the da- Matt Damon. Who knows? Yeah, if, if they've got a long break between their yeah. epic films, mm. that'd be that'd be amazing. <gasps> Don't get me excited now. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one I'm waiting for, and I know it's going to happen because uh, I, I, this is such a great show. It's going to go for a lot of seasons. Mm. David Hasselhoff is going to turn up one season, (gasps) without a doubt, without a doubt, in the next couple of years, if not this year, the Hoff will take it off. Oh my God, he was one of my big guesses season one. I'm like, he's got to be here, he's got to be here. I'm kind of hoping Peter Andre would be out here. Mm -hmm. Now, um, of course, this uh, you're not just doing the uh, radio station dedicated to the 90s, playing 90s music. There's a podcast as well. Yeah, so the station's like music all day. So turn it on and it's got all of the 90s hits and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that one, Mm. I remember that one. Um, The podcast is like a deep dive into, we're going to start off the first episode, Just 1990, and it explores, you know, how music interacted, you know, with the stars and movies and fashion and who was getting married. And it's a, like a little story time, I guess. Well, celebrity stuff from the 90s just reminds me of being lined up at Franklin's No Frills. Mum's paying for the groceries <laughs> and then she looks at the front cover of like the Woman's Day and stuff mm. like that. You know how they always had them at the racks where you would pay at the end? Mm. Yeah. She'd pick it up and she'd be like, oh my God, and then slap it down on the conveyor belt. For me, it was a different experience. I was at the checkout going, what am I doing on the cover of that magazine? <laughs> what, have, what have I been up to this week? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And at that time, you were actually on a Playboy magazine around that era too, right? Yeah. And yeah. you actually did that. Um, it's a great, I think it was a great photo that you did, and you said that you're really proud of it, but you yeah. did that to pay off some debts. Yeah. I Previous to that, I got married. Um, my husband at the time was living in New York. I was living in London, two pretty expensive 
cities and I was paying for everything and flying back and forth between to try and, you know, spend time together. Chewed through all the money and then he was out of there. So I was left on my own just to make ends meet and uh, work and the opportunity came up to do Playboy and obviously takes a lot of considering to to decide what you want to do. Mm. But I, I'm really glad that I did. It, it it did pay off the debts. It liberated me in so many ways. I think the photos are beautiful and it was like at that time magazines were dictating everything and you were beholden to everything that the editor wanted and this was the one magazine they said, right, if you want to do it, you choose everything. It's got to be what you want. Mm. This has got to be. And it was just so weird because you never got that experience with, with magazines. So it is something I can walk away from. I'm totally proud. I love the pictures. And, man, I wish I had that washboard stomach again. <laughs> oh, and a, better to do it at that age than now. <laughs> and a great way to get back at your ex because you do look amazing in the photos. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <that> <laughs> revenge pictures, revenge pictures. Uh, hey, Danny, uh, it's so exciting that you're, you're going to be hosting this. The 90s with Danny Minogue on the Listener app. That's the radio station. Um, so great to have you on this morning. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Safe space. And I'd like to get people's opinion on this because when I read it, I do have a little bit of a, like, oh, mum's guilt or, oh, I've done the wrong thing. Mm. And it's always each to their own. But there is a real uh, trend at the moment because social media, I guess it's everywhere, people post photos, that a lot of uh, celebrities have come out and said, and even not celebrities said, we don't post photos of our kids. Mm. And it's not for child safety because that is really important and that's a different category. But they're saying that they don't post it because the kids haven't been able to give permission. Right. So Jacinda, uh, uh, Jacinda, Buddy Franklin. Campbell. Yeah, Jacinda Campbell. Campbell, um, She came out with an article, I think it was just on the weekend, saying that we're not going to post photos. We've made this conscious decision until the kids are teenagers Mm. and they give permission for it. And just when I do that, I go, oh, I don't really think about it. Like, I have to ask my eldest now because he's nine. Mm -hmm. So I'll say, oh, can I post this? And he'll go, yeah, yeah, post it. And and tell me how many likes. I'm like, it's not about (laughs) that, please. And he goes, it's entirely about that, mum. Yeah. (laughs) So smash that subscribe button. I realise, I go, yes, he's he's right. Mm. Yeah. But he'll approve the photo. And for me, that's permission. I'm not posting something that he wouldn't like. My Mm. kids are like machines. My likes are down. I'm like, all right, time for a cute yep. pick. Make and that the, face. And the first six months of having a baby, that's like, that's the gold super like territory. Mm. But if you're completely against it, I'd love you to, to call up and explain why. Because then I've got friends that are the opposite and they've used a hashtag of their kids' names. Oh. So they want to be able to post photos and they'll hashtag their, their first name and middle name so that when they're older, they can look for that hashtag and see a diary, which is really oh. like a lazy uh, photo album. Yeah, 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 of course. But mm. they can see... Their, their life on there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's too extreme. So, I come from a family of you knew on your 18th mm. and your 21st <laughs> yeah. birthday, didn't matter what you did or what you said, if you were having a party, you knew there was going to be a big photo wall and there was going to be you doing all sorts of embarrassing things and you knew all your mates were going to be like, <laughs> look how small it is. <laughs> but, that's, but that's still a very small circle in comparison to what who would be viewing it today. And that's yeah. still people that you you knew, not people that you didn't know. Well, I guess a lot of people will go, oh, I've got it on private, mm. so then I'm allowed to post it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the other person that came out today was um, Tom Burgess. 
Sam Burgess' brother, brother he also yeah. plays. Yeah, but they've made a decision that they're not going to post any um, photos of their kids anymore. Mm. So they have, and then they've done this long post today explaining why they're not going to do it anymore. So they'll still post with their kids, but their kids won't be looking at Oh, yeah, the they'll camera, blur, the camera. blur them out. Yeah, or right. they'll blur them out, which always looks uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's each to their own. I, I personally don't have a have a problem with it. Mm. But did then they judge me doing it? That's what I always feel uncomfortable well, for. Well, you can't I... control that. Yeah. Yeah. Their opinion of you is none of your concern. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you only do it because you think they're the cute photos, so you want to show it yeah. off. Mm. Oh, look, my son, my seven-year-old son wants to be a YouTube star. Mm. So he's he's begging to be all over the internet. I but do if it for he's the dad only... kudos. Look at him being a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> Taking her out somewhere. Look at that. Oh, no, look at good. him. He bought us some barbecue chips at the pub. Yeah. Rory really liked the pokies today. Yeah, Remember we, you got that we, photo we, taken yeah, down? Yeah, yeah. No, we got asked to leave as well. And the photo, yeah. And the photo yeah. got taken down. Oh, that yeah. would have got heaps of likes. Yeah. No, no, she was only six months. <laughs> she was six so months. We just didn't think. Really we just frowned. didn't think. Oh, of yeah. Frowned upon, I would say. I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, it's each to their own what they want to do. But there just seems to be a real statement at the moment of people saying... We shouldn't do it until they give permission because they think that your parent, your kids might be able to sue you. How do you think they would on? go? Because they are generally celebrities that think this way. How do they think they go if, if they go, we don't post anything on social, but then new idea comes to them and go, we'd like to do a spread about your family? Oh, you, well, you couldn't accept money for that then. Yeah. Like, you couldn't be like, oh, for, for a quarter of a million, it's okay because it's a magazine. Mm. You'd have to. If you're going to... I don't think it's just celebrities though. I think like a lot of no, my, I'm so bad, yeah, yeah friends yeah. are making decisions that they just go. I don't want to show their faces. Renee, thank you so much for joining us this morning. You don't post your children. Hi guys. Yeah, no. Ever since they were little, there's never been one photo of them on any social media whatsoever. Has anyone ever commented? Because um, this this girl was saying that um, <laughs> she didn't post any photos of her kids, and all of a sudden people were like, "Is there something wrong? Mm. Like, is there an issue?" Have people made comments or they just haven't noticed? They've just always asked why. And, like, people didn't even know I had children until they, like, they didn't even know they were born because there was no, like, newborn photos. Mm. So they always ask, like, the reason why and when. I've explained it. They're like, oh, I would like to do that. But then they never could because there was already all these photos out there of their children. Mm. Mm. They just think you're not going out as much anymore. For no <laughs> How reason. old are your children, Renee? <laughs> so now they're seven and five. So, mm-hmm. And do you yeah. think? You have an age where you think it's allowed that they'll be I definitely permission think above twelve. I think that's when I would ask them if they want to be able to be put on social media. But after twelve, like under twelve, I wouldn't. Mm. So yeah, I, I admire that. But then I always take a photo and I go, oh, "That's so cute. I want to share it." That's my problem. What if one of your kids at ten wanted an Instagram account? Yeah, that'd be like probably a hardcore no. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't think you're allowed to. What's the limit? 13. Is, it, is it 13, is yeah, it? Yeah, but it's very... It's easy it's, to it, You don't really enforce it. Oh, right. I think like the key to it, they need to understand like what can happen with mm. those like, platforms as well. So I think until they're at that age where they can understand, it wouldn't be... Mm. An option. Mm. Yeah, no, was, it was hard to navigate. When Ethan got Facebook at 12, mm. he got Facebook, and there was heaps of stuff that we had to deal with there. Mm, um, yeah. Because, you know, people pop up trying to chat and stuff and trying to explain to them that's not a real person. But, mm. Mm. well, good on you, Renee. Thank you so much Thank for calling you. this morning. Appreciate it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We all know when times get tough, your marriage can be the last priority. You're so busy with your children, friends, work, that your partner just gets whatever's left. We want to help one Brisbane couple save their marriage and put each other first. Stab Abby and Matt.
Save my marriage. Yeah, we have uh, a couple right here in Brisbane have put their hand up and they said we're about to walk away from our marriage and we're going to put them to the ultimate test to see if they can save it. At the end of this, they might go, it's not worth saving and we might walk away. Or they might reconnect and find the love that they did for each other on their wedding day. Um, To help us do this, we have um, professional help as well because... Lord knows we are not that. Um, so <laughs> we're going to send this couple out on dates to reconnect. We're also going to get them to sit down and speak to an expert. Um, this lady is a relationship expert and a love and relationship coach with the greatest name. Dr. Love is on the air this morning. <laughs> good morning, Dr. Love. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. <laughs> Meeting Frankie and Cam, who are our couple, is it important when someone goes to see an expert to talk about their, their marriage, which may be failing, is it important which one was the one that made the decision to go? Because I always feel like in a couple that there's either one person that makes a decision and the other one's like, I don't want to go. She's talking about the woman and the man there. <laughs> the woman the woman says well, we're going to cancelling. It can be either way. <laughs> it doesn't matter who decides. What does matter is that they're both committed to going through the process. So the last thing you want as a coach or an expert is a couple coming along and somebody dragging another person because that's not going to, you know, end well. They've both got to be invested in the process. And I imagine you can tell when that's occurring too, when you yeah. just go, you don't, you don't want to be here. Yeah. 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 And you, you can tell because the results don't happen. Like you should see results after every session. There should be a shift, a movement, a commitment to some type of change for that week. Mm-hmm. And you'll find the person that's not committed finds that very difficult and it just prolongs the experience for them in any type of intervention because it takes you three or four weeks to get them over the line, whereas you could have been three or four weeks ahead and starting to really get intimate and involved in the relationship. Do you find, though, when it gets to the point of counselling or something like that, most of the time the woman has separated herself from the relationship and, and gone a few steps further because I always have mates who say oh, it was such a shock. But guys, we don't seem to see the warning the signs. The warning signs. And it's like, it's not really a shock. She's been giving you cues for months and months. Absolutely. It's, it's, and it's not always the woman. Um, or it, it can happen on both sides. So I get men saying, I've been telling her for months this is what I'm after. And mm-hmm. I've had no one. I've had nothing. So it can work either way. But you're, you're right. What you find is that. They check out way before, uh, you know, maybe a few months, sometimes a few years before they get to that. It's make or break now. Unfortunately, because they've checked out and they've spent a lot of time in that space, sometimes it's hard to go back mm. and reclaim the relationship that you once had because you're then your heart's checked out, your head's checked out. And although you're physically living with each other, you're mentally and emotionally not really there. So I would say the best time to do it is do it before you check out. When you're feeling unheard and you're saying, I'm telling you, but you're not listening, that is when you need to go, not when you've checked out. Can you tell when a couple walk in, can you sometimes go in the first minute or so, oh, they're done? I paused there. You did? (laughs) uh, Yeah, I did. I did pause because there is a few types of relationships. There's relationships that you can fix to say. There's relationships that uh, you can't, Mm -hmm. and there's relationships that you shouldn't. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you will. Will you tell people it's time to? Absolutely. Really. 
being a relationship expert and coach is about having healthy relationships. Mm. And sometimes it can be quite abusive even if it's not physical. Right. Mm. If it's toxic and mm. it's hurt, you're hurting one another and you really just can't, don't have the strategies or you can't connect enough to work that out, sometimes it's better just to say, you know what, we did what we can and it, let's just call it. But there goes that gold mine out your door. <laughs> you could have been working on them for months. But There'll be plenty more, very, trust me, there's plenty more. Yeah, true. When they're honorable. saying that most of the divorces are, uh, you know, from baby boomers and you look at it and you go, I, I can understand why because their kids have grown up and they've moved mm. out of home and we've heard with this couple how much uh, the kids are their life and that's what's bringing them together at this point is that their life is completely um, preoccupied with taking their kids to sporting events or talking about them. Is there just a case of just living with each other until they move out and then going, wait a minute, now we'll separate? Is that why there's so many of those age? Yeah, that can happen. And it's, it, sometimes it's a, a case of convenience. Like I can par- co-parent while I live with you a lot better if we were being separate or, you know, I don't have to pay all the bills on my own. Or The disconnect that comes from parenting is quite a common scenario that I see. But the main thing here is when you have children, they need to fit into your life as a couple not you fit into the child's life. Mm -hmm. And so what we tend to do is we tend to forget our lives and we let the child dictate the way we're going to start to interact with each other and life. And this is where people struggle after having children because we're like, our lives have just turned upside down. If we can commit as a couple to each other to say we're we're parents, yes, but we're a couple first Mm. because it was the couple that made the baby. (laughs) Mm. Right? Mm. So we're a couple first and we decide as a couple what happens with the baby, how it fits into our life, because that baby will, baby will eventually not be a baby. When yeah. people are doing um, counselling, it's so important, and you'd imagine that they go to see you together, but it's really uh, so important for you to be able to speak to them separately. Yeah, it, it's it's mandatory. I won't just do couples on like the whole session. We need to work out what's going on with the individual and we need to sort of pick at really what's going on for them away from the couple. So you got to remember when you're a couple, you're an individual first and then you come as a couple. So we've got to work out what's going on for you, how you're feeling, what's your truth. What we find is that not everyone's truth is the same. It's just them looking out of their purple lenses. And so it's trying to determine really what's going on and looking at the perspective. And that's why you need to get the individual and then come together as the couple. Do you notice that couple, well, people will say one thing to you when they're alone and then they'll say something different when they're together? It depends. If the couple is really committed to doing the work, you'll find that um, they're pretty authentic. What they tell you alone is what they're going to show up, what's going to show up in the session. If they say something to me individually and then in the session they say something totally opposite, I'll call it. Because one of the rules that we have when we set up something like this is that we're totally honest, we put it on the table and we work through it. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Mm. We uh, met Frankie and Cam yesterday for the first time. Lovely couple. Cam is very nervous about all of this and he's a very quiet guy, very blokey guy. Um, But he was very honest with us as well, I thought. And we asked them about their sex life, which Mm -hmm. is a huge thing, I guess, for married couples. This was Frankie first up. That's not a problem. Yeah. I think because I have unconditional love for him. Yeah. So I wouldn't, to me, I wouldn't, there's no problem there. So we heard that and we were like, okay, Okay, that's all all good on that front. Mm -hmm. Good to know. We thought, but maybe we'll just see what Cam says. Not the intimacy. Mm. No. There's nothing. It's been, yeah, rocky for ages. When you get turned away too many times, it's 
you just don't really care anymore. I always presumed hearing her that she was saying that, no, it's sweet, they still do. But mm. really, she didn't even answer it that way. Yeah. No, no. If you if you listen to what Frankie was saying, she was talking about intimacy and not really sex, but they weren't actually having any of that. Mm. Yeah. Um, see, what Frankie was doing is that she was getting intimacy through the children. Mm. So she actually wasn't feeling what Cam was feeling. Right, because she's getting her love and affection from right. the kids. Yeah. That's her connection. Her love so and for connection her, it's was unconditional. Coming... Yeah. Right, right. When really it has been conditional, uh, because if it was unconditional, they would be having sex all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it's conditional because you know I'm upset. You're not hearing me. So the condition of that is, well, I'm not going to give it up. I'm not going to share that piece of me with you. Mm. Um, and that's for both of them, not just just Frankie. It was for Cam as well. So that's how they. We talk about that as they're turning away from each other rather than turning towards when there's a problem. Mm -hmm. They turned away from each other enough times to have it be normal, Mm. that Mm. they would not be intimate or not have a conversation or in some cases, most cases, not even sleep in the same room. Right. Because it does get hard when you hear intimacy being used as a type of currency in a relationship, like you've got to earn that, Mm. or if you do this, then you can have that, and we all do make jokes about it as guys, you know, like I do it to my wife, go, hey, I folded some washing, you owe me, but you you (laughs) joke, we don't have a problem there, so it's a bit of a joke, but it is is very hurtful. Yeah, absolutely, And, and Cam said it, he said, you know, you can only be turned away so many times, and that's how he felt, he felt that he was being turned away, um, physically and then Frankie felt like she was being turned away emotionally and so that's the disconnect Mm. because it's easy enough to go oh well she's just not giving it up she doesn't want to but you're saying that there's trust on both ways of why that's not the case absolutely yeah absolutely well we've got we're gonna go so deep into all of this and it's going to be reflective for everyone so um we are going to hear tomorrow your full session with the couple um, and I yep. believe it's the separate sessions that you've already already done. Yep. So the separate sessions are done. We just did the first couple last night. So okay. this couple sessions. So that's going to be interesting. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. One of the most talked about television shows right now is the Netflix. This Netflix documentary. Yeah, Sex Life, it's been everywhere. Um, People did the trend online reacting to episode three. It's 19 minutes and 50 seconds in. I forgot that at Stav's house at lunch the other day, we got you and his wife's reaction. Uh, We'll get that up on our social media. Well, I'd never heard of it until you posted about it. So now I can say to everyone that I've only seen five seconds (laughs) of the movie. That's, That's the main part everyone's talking about. Five seconds, but a lot of length. Yes, mm. yes. And what it is, it's a guy who's very, very well endowed. He's an Aussie actor. Brad is his character. The show itself is about a now housewife who was a bit of a party girl. She met this guy. He was a record label owner. Um, they had this wild relationship. He was toxic for her. They broke up. And now she's a housewife to the perfect man with lots of money. Very handsome. But she's a bit bored. Feeling desired. Freedom. I haven't felt that way since. Brad. The person who gives you security can't be the same person who gives you the thrill. Billy never even mentioned you. Maybe there's a reason for that. Unless. Unless. Unless you think there's a world in which Brad could give you both. Everybody wonders, what if? The sex sucks? The romance quotient is non-existent? I've been thinking about... him. 
Poor husband. So wait, who's the one that suggests what? It, could you imagine if Brad could give you both? That's not the They're husband. They're counseling at that point. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So she's trying to work through why she's finally found the perfect man. Is married with children, but can't stop thinking about big old Brad. Mm. And then you see episode three, and you're like, well, that's why. <laughs> but I wanted to know. Is size really a thing? There's always jokes about size. Mm. Is size is bigger better? Mm. And you've said just before that yes. Oh, I didn't know what we were talking about. I thought we were just talking about with Chocolates. food. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I got really confused. It's confusing. I, I asked the question on TikTok, uh, tell me uh, bigger is better without telling me it is. And here are some of the responses. Put it this way, Maddie. When you go for a beer, do you order a pot, schooner, or a pint? Mm. A pint's always going to be better. Personally, I'm a schooner guy. Especially okay. if you don't need to drive home. It's just me. Uh, here's another one. Everyone wants a big house, but then you have to spend your whole life cleaning the bloody thing. Ah, okay, pros and cons. Yes, that is a good point. Well, I always order a large Big Mac meal. Okay. You don't, you don't get the small fries, do you? No, no. And when they remember they ask you to supersize your Diet Coke, you're like, yeah, supersize that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Natasha's called up. You want to join in, Natasha? Tell us size matters without telling us size matters. Hi, yes. Um, Why eat a Cheerio when you can have a Frankfurt? (laughs) Well played, Natasha. Fair enough. Yeah. Natasha, fair enough. Unless you have like three Cheerios. I know. No. <laughs> that's that's quantity Three over Cheerios quality. Yeah. Do not make a Frankfurt. Well, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. when they're all long together. I mean, yeah. when they're all jammed up around. Yeah, you're, you're I mean, occasionally I have yeah. done that, but you yeah. feel disgusted in yourself after. Well, Angela, hi. <laughs> hi. How tell, you doing? Good. Yeah. Tell us. Doesn't matter with uh, out telling us. Well, I believe it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I agree. This is an, <laughs> another one I got which I thought was just the best, the best way of describing this. I'm always so excited to go to the buffet, but then you end up leaving with a tummy ache and kind of feeling ashamed of yourself. Right. Mm. Which is very, very true. Mm-hmm. It's very true. But you keep going back. Yeah, yeah, you do. I thought, though, just to put it to bed, I just I, <laughs> I secretly recorded Esther mm-hmm. and I asked her because I wanted to know because that's really all I care that's about. All you need you know, know, I don't really care about what other women think. No. Of course it matters. Why do you think I married you? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it doesn't work out. She can read a script well, can't <laughs> She's she? very good mm-hmm. at it. Yes. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I did not wake up today thinking that today was going to be the day I got my belly button pierced again. But yeah. thank you very much, Maddie Acton. Um, that was fun. Best I, part was I forgot to go to the jewellery shop, so I text Ethan on his way home from work and said, can you pop past Lafisa and pick up some belly button ring? What's worse is I text your son saying thank you with a photo of him saying good pick, and he hasn't texted back. <laughs> I was like, that's worse? <laughs> You're like, I... Do you think I'm being serious? Like, did you tell him? Did you say Arnie Abbey yeah, wants the belly button pierced? Oh, yeah. Did you? I said it was for oh. you. Oh, yeah. you? <laughs> yes, He's at work. He's at work. Okay. So. But I texted it two hours ago. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, I was saying my belly button's moved since having kids because mm. three kids stretches so much. Mm. It sort of moves, so it doesn't look the same. But I have to say, I appreciate so much the DMs of women who have posted theirs. Mm. You know what I mean? To go, hey, it's normal. This is mine. But then on the other hand, you see some of the DMs of people going, guys, send us a photo. Is it a thing for belly buttons? Oh, everything's a thing, isn't it? And I go, I don't know if that'd really be cheesy. It's like, 
That's fine. It's a belly button piercing. Piercings are a bit sexy because I think they're they're on a girl who's a bit dangerous. Mm. Is my now I'm dangerous. Oh, oh, you were dangerous before. Dangerous. You were frightened. Now, now you've just got the signpost. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm. Yeah. Look for the midriff tomorrow. Thanks, but no thanks. I think everyone's had to deal with this at least once before, and I don't know why it is. It's a little disgusting. I apologise. But you know when you have a bat in your cave, a little booger in your nose, but it so- kind of must just move a little, and it's just tickling inside your nose hole. Mm-hmm. But it only ever does that when you're in a direct conversation <laughs> with someone and you're making, like, super eye contact. Mm. So it's not like you can, like, get it out or give it a quick pick. But that tickle is just the most mm. infuriating tickle ever. You rub your whole nose. Mm. That's what you do. Do you ever mm. feel like when you're talking to someone you get scared that you've got a booger there so you wipe it so then they, they wipe, wipe it? Yes. And you're like, no, yes. it was me. And they're like, oh. And you're like, no, it's good. Yes. Do I have something? No, I don't think, but do I? I know. Or if you rub your mouth, like and everyone's uh, like, uh, it's uh, almost like you could act out a whole mime scene with someone by just touching a face. Or get someone to steal forth. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks. But no thanks. <laughs> Dog sitting, <clears throat> my mum's border collie, because she's in the process of moving house. Which is all fine and dandy. She's given Gussie someone to play with for a while. It's all good. Until I had to take her to the dog park. And you don't get to go into conversation with people at the dog park about whose dog it is. So I'm there with my big fluffy border collie in her pink um, harness. She's running around. Bon bon! Come back, Bonbon! Is that its name? Bonbon? Bonnie. 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 Uh, she only responds to Bonbon. Come here, Bonbon! Angus, come here. That's my dog. Bonbon! <laughs> <laughs> sure, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Were people looking at you with judgment? Not, not so much with judgment. More with a smirk. <laughs> right. Thanks, but no thanks. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.